This is a disclaimer that this podcast um, isn't actually 20 minutes. <laughs> Someone at the start of this podcast called Tom is going to tell you it's 20 minutes, but it's probably more like half an hour. We've not no. checked. It felt like an hour. So who knows how long it was. So if you expect this podcast to be 20 minutes, it it's isn't. Not. It's not. Sorry. But I hope you enjoy, you enjoy it anyway. Cheers. <laughs> This is the Projects Podcast, episode two. We were just talking about having the giggles before we started, so chances are Heather and I, and I might do a bit of giggling during this podcast. Hopefully not. <laughs> uh, thanks for joining us, everyone. So today, it's myself, Tom, uh, and Heather, and we're going to talk about project management system tools. Um, so we're going to talk about functionality within project management systems. So if you're interested in that sort of thing, have a good listen. Um, if not, probably not the podcast for you. Digital 22 does have quite a few podcasts. Go so, find a different one. Yeah, maybe have a browse through some of the other ones. Uh, we won't be offended. But if you're interested in um, PM tools, functionality, that sort of things, we're not going to get into crazy detail. So don't worry. We're not going to blow your minds with any um, crazy detailed things in tools. We're going to talk about high level, what we value in project management tools, how roughly how we use them, the things you can achieve with them at a digital agency. It would definitely be related to the digital agency space. Some of it might be well be leveraged in other areas. Um, so have a listen, see what you think. It's not going to be massively long. So if you've got 20 minutes of your life, spend it with us. On your commute. <laughs> On your commute, yeah. Definitely a good one for the commute. Um, so I think why, before we get into there's three tools we're going to talk about. One of them is the scheduling tool. Um, so this is, well, I'm not going to get into it now. We're going to get into it properly in a minute. So scheduling tool, Gantt charts, and dependencies and acceleration will be the third category. Um, for me, functionality in project management systems, generally I'm thinking automation. The more that we can do in these tools, the more automation we can get, that's going to support, especially the, the we're in a pandemic at the moment. Heather and I both, you can probably tell by our backgrounds, are in our houses. The next episode may well be in an office. Um, but functionality that supports remote working is very key to people at the moment. I know some of this stuff does. The more automation you can get from these function pieces of functionality, the more value-added stuff you can do for your clients. Um, and you can then free up time for the stuff that you really want to do. You can get more on-time delivery. You can increase your communication. So I think we're going to talk about three in this episode, but there's definitely more we want to talk about. We had more on our list, and we'll probably do another podcast on some other pieces of functionality at a later date. I think it's really important to remember as well at the moment that not only are we working from home, our clients are also working from home. So communication is is generally decreased all around the board. Yeah, so many businesses must have had to scrabble to grab a project management system to help them get through these times. Um, and when we're using one to run our entire business, we've been using one for quite a long time. So when we can hopefully share some benefits of the things that we use in our systems to help manage the work. So the first one's the scheduling tool. Um, so I'm going to ask a question for you, Heather. What is a scheduling tool for you? 
A scheduling tool for me is probably is something that really plans out everything. So I want to know who's doing what, when, when the deadlines are, when they're away, when they're working, when they're not working, what projects we've got in, what we can fit in. And it it's going to look at it from, you know, from a minute to minute process but also from a year-to-year process so you might find that some of your projects are you know the, the spanning years so you really need to know okay if this is due to fall in three months time where are we at then who have we got what can we do what can we fit in you don't want to be getting to the last couple of weeks and then go right what are we doing with this you, you really need that visual of of your capacity as a business as well as your individual um employees capacities definitely because we've got all this resource to manage at the business haven't we and uh, there's so many individual jobs that need doing someone needs to be able to grab all of that at an overall level and be able to make this it helps us make decisions doesn't it a scheduling tool when we're booking the work in and when we're reviewing work that we've booked in and got the next piece it's that building up a bit of a puzzle all the pieces together to show us the overall picture of where people are at and um it's never going to be 100 percent perfect because we forecast capacities based on the amount of time we've spent learning how long things take and getting time briefs off of people and time estimates um and that i reckon gets you to a sort of like 80 to 90 percent mark of accuracy we like to think more 90 percent um and then you can start to make good decisions and we we get down to quite a granular level really don't we in terms of capacities yeah um like we were saying before it it very much spans from absolutely micro minute by minute to over the course of years so you do need to have that very low level as well as that very high level uh, not just to make sure that you've got um the capacity to do things but to make sure that people aren't under utilized definitely both ends of the spectrum and we i think you and i talked about this previously you want to be able to see it at individual level but you also want to be able to see it at the business level at the team level you want to be able to view the schedule for a specific day you want to be able to then maybe switch to a week view like you said to a month view and then look into an annual view. so you really want quite a flexible scheduling tool that's able to jump between views jump between people teams um Multiple and levels yeah you want it to be really visual as well don't you the, the one we have turns green it's green when it's good it's red when it's bad um shades of those two in the middle um you, you want to see percentages sometimes you want to see hours you just want it's not for everyone is it it's quite what we look at so a big grid of greens and reds mm. on days and they're just big blocks and we find a massive value from that and the more visual you can make it the, the more wi widely used they can be and the one we've got is quite visual but if uh, if anyone out there's designing a scheduling tool and wants it's taken any interest in this we love to see visual representations the more visual you can make it the better yeah it gives you a really good overview i think seeing it visually you know rather than having to dig down into exactly what what those time 
those times are filled with, you can just see a very general overall, okay, do we have capacity or do we not have capacity? And that's such a, a beginner part of what we do. Um, you know, as soon as we get new clients coming in and we're being asked, okay, what what what's our dates looking like? You need to be able to see exactly, okay, this is when we've got capacity as a business or as a team. And looking at it from such a high level is so much better and easier at that stage than having to to really drill down into the individual um tasks as it as it is definitely it's a big piece of work to try and put all that back together so we're lucky to have a project management system to do it for us i think uh the thing i said to you previously that i would love to see in a scheduling tool would just be some more more automated alerts i've not seen one yet that just sort of will tell you Things change in projects all the time. Capacities are going up and down as decisions are made, as scopes might change, as deadlines might shift, as people are waiting on something, maybe from a client. So there's a lot of change from day to day, which is managed um, by teams. Um, but I would love some more, some automations. Say somebody went from one percentage to another, you could maybe set an alert up to say, well, if, if somebody reaches this or drops below X, send me an alert. That would be pretty cool for me. Yeah, definitely. I think something I'd like to see is um, hours working um, that day. So something that I find with a lot of project management systems is that you're either in or you're off. But that's not the case in reality. It's not how it works. People take an hour out or you know half a day or and and the system just doesn't accurately visualize that um a lot of them are the same it's either yes or no there's no kind of shades of gray in between so it'd be really good if a project management system could factor in those you know realities of life definitely really really we hope someone's listening to us you never know they might go away and build this for us <laughs> Or if anyone knows of a system that does this, feel free to reach out. In the comments, please. Yeah, yeah. Must have loads of subscribers by now. I'll have to check. <laughs> Maybe our Patreon family are going to take care of this for us. Um, next one's Gantt charts. Um, so Gantt chart for me, um, when I think back to Gantt charts in general project management normally quite a static document you do it at the start it's your cockpit view of how you see that project running only looking at the key things that need to get done you probably refresh it a few times in a project um, but in terms of a project management system and what we use it as a digital agency is quite different to that isn't it Heather? Mm, very different so we need to have um, the functionality to be able to um, shift things along um, in terms of individual tasks, but whole projects as well. So it might be that a specific part of this project now needs to be shifted and we need that to be automatic in that I don't want to sit there and shift 16 deliverables because somebody's had a day off. Um, we really need that to be automatic. Definitely, because the scheduling tools for a an internal team managing resources, but you need a visual representation for your clients and you couldn't give them anything that we use to schedule work in. So this Gantt charts, and I use the word visual probably far too many times in the last section, but it's, it's really visual for the client. It's not getting into all the detail. It's not talking about resources. It's just telling the client what's gonna happen and when to the level that they need it. So 
the PM tool we use, and I know a lot of them do this, it just allows you to either show them a high level what's getting done when, and then allows them also to dip down into the detail if they need it. But like you're saying, being automated is the key there. Um, so much changes day to day. A client wants to change a scope or something, they want to add something on, they want to take something out. You need to be able to, as a digital agency, offer clients flexibility to add things in, take things out. A plan isn't a static plan. You look at your results, you change tack, you decide together with the client, you're going to change approach. You need to be able to reflect that in your project plan and you don't want to be ripping up Gantt charts and remaking them manually from scratch uh, every time you do that. Yeah, and I think not even just from a, a client-facing point of view, we we frequently show our kind of charts to the employees in the business um, just to show them how their section fits in with the bigger picture. Um, especially when you're working in an agency, you've got um, eight teams working on eight different clients all at once. And it's really important that the person doing their specific task, when it lands on them, they understand how that fits in with the whole project rather than just, okay, this is what I need to do, I'll, you know. Definitely. So yeah, the, you can use them for lots of different purposes. They're really valuable Gantt charts, and uh, um, I hope I keep. Hopefully, we'll see them get taken to the next level because there's so much more that could be done with them than what I've seen so far. I think I said to you, um, I'd love love to see um, Gantt charts like the Gantt of Gantt's, I've heard people call it before, where it's like you're taking, you've got a project, you've got a Gantt chart, but then if I'm a program manager, I think is the sort of generic term across the industry, who's interested in lots and lots of projects um, that might span different functions within a company or different companies that I can then bring all of those Gantt charts together in one. I've not seen lots of that done in PM systems, so I would love to see that in future. Yeah, it'd be good to kind of almost toggle on and off what you want to see within your chart, because um, like we were saying, they're very static. Um, so it would be good that you could just um, tell it exactly what you wanted to see at that time and it kind of shifted it for you yeah so much information to process I imagine it's quite a tricky one uh, if your projects are quite detailed to bring all of those together but uh, might see that in future we can dream <laughs> definitely and the third topic we wanted to talk about was dependencies and acceleration um, so for I'll maybe talk about dependency then you can talk a bit about uh, acceleration when i think of a dependency in a project management system world that means being able to tell the system that if you've got tasks that one task is dependent on the other task being done and that that adds a, adds a level of automation and that's getting into what i sort of said in the opening where if you can save resource and frustration and increase comms and automate that's going to benefit everyone so you'll be able to say task b can't happen until task a is complete so if something happens with task a scope changes or whatever happens gets delayed by something that the client needs or someone they've got from their side who needs to provide something that that work then doesn't drop on somebody else and having manually pushed work around um, I know how much work 
work that takes from a project management team to do and being able to automate that's massive um so that's something i really value in a project management system yeah i agree especially with working the you know the agency work that we do there's so many tasks that have to be done in a very specific process and they do bounce around from team to team so those dependencies kind of are a level of communication um so we're not relying on people going okay yes i've done this now you can start your bit you know the, the system does it for you which is why it's important exactly and then from the opposite side we've also got acceleration yeah so i personally find there's a lot of pros and cons to acceleration so on the one hand it's gonna let you um bring things forward that can be brought forward um if somebody gets to something quicker uh, you're not then having to wait which is great um because schedules and and um, deadlines change all the time so you have to be so agile and, and acceleration really allows you to have that agility however it's not a perfect system and a lot of the time it doesn't take into account capacities already so somebody may be fully booked up and the system's going great you can do this now no you can't you know you've not got the time it, it can stay where it is um and and also sometimes we've set quite um specific dates with clients and, and committed to dates that work for them as well as us so it's not always the case where it's a benefit to bring bring things forward yeah it's uh you definitely want to leverage that way you can but I'd I think that's a really good point. Being able to get some sort of logic built into that decision making, almost maybe it's an alert rather than an automated pull forward. Hey, yeah. this thing's ready to be done a bit earlier. What do you reckon? Do you want to pull it forward? Yeah, no, an alert would be um, useful um, for people to kind of make that then human decision because at the minute the, the computers aren't sophisticated enough to do that thought process with it we you know we've not got that logic there so if they could trigger us to make that human decision that that would be perfect definitely but the especially when you're working at a place with a lot of projects a lot of tasks having this functionality is pretty critical isn't it it's just how do you use it and there's definitely you and i've talked previously about pros and cons of this sort of thing there's definitely some good pros but then there are some cons to this isn't there yeah it's unfortunate that the the cons are such big cons that they kind of override the hundreds of pros that there are um the things that could be really damaging um unfortunately yeah i guess it's the you set a plan and then dependencies move the work around and all of a sudden the plan that you set has changed and you know plans change that's the game we're in the project management game and plans change but um if you're not you can slowly start to feel like you're maybe not in control of it if the dependencies aren't working exactly how you want them to so it's definitely something you have to be a bit careful of how many dependencies you add in where you add them um and how your project management system helps you keep track of all of that uh, it definitely took us a while to get used to and it's something i when we moved to the world of dependencies which is probably about 
year ago we went back to it again uh, I was pretty cautious in the first um, period because I really didn't want to lose control of the workload that we were setting up. Yeah it's a really fine line between um, the system working for you and you working for the system. Definitely strike that balance. Nicole that was the three things we wanted to talk about for today and we did it without giggling. Yeah I'm impressed. Giggling now. Um, cool. So we'll probably cover some more topics at a later date. Um, do a second refresh of uh, of this session. Do three more topics and uh, see what people are interested in. If anyone happens to tag the comments uh, with something, I'm sure we'd include it. Yeah, tag away. Must have tons of followers by now. Hundreds. <laughs> Well, thanks, uh, thanks ever for this. Really, always great to get your insights, and I'm uh, always happy to have this platform to be able to share some information. And uh, we're going to keep going with this podcast, so watch out for some more in the future. Thanks for listening, everyone. See you later. Bye.